Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I am super grateful that you have decided to tune in from wherever you are listening, whether that's in your car, on a walk, in your office, wherever you are right now. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I have my husband, Brian, joining us. Hey, Bri. Hey, babe. How's it going? Good, good. I am super excited to have you on. And before we dive into all the things that we already talked about, let's just give our listeners a quick little update or catch them up to speed even to who you are and why it's important that my husband's on here right now. So let me just give you a quick little backstory. He is my husband, my high school sweetheart, but he is also a part of our agency. We run our business together. Brian, how many years has it been since you've been a part of the agency? Uh, I started part-time about six years ago, but full-time, this has been my gig, helping you, right-hand man, you for four years now. Amazing, amazing. So it's crazy how quickly things have gone. I remember when Brian first started to, I'm going to say work for me, but first started helping out in the agency. I didn't think that we would get to the spot where he could be 100% full-time. And now four years later, here we are. So that's incredible. One thing I really wanted to talk about and the reason why I wanted to bring Brian on is because We are mastering running an agency. We are running a business at the same time as having work-life balance, at the same time as raising a daughter who is one years old. And it's a lot, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, but the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I know so many entrepreneurs struggle with work-life balance, and it is so much easier said than done. I get it. But I wanted to share with you, and I wanted Brian to share with you, kind of what we do on an every single day basis to be able to do what it is that we do. So, Bri, let's kick it off. Work-life balance. If you could give one tip to an entrepreneur who has been in the grind for a little bit, they are trying to do all the things, they're wearing all the hats in their business, and they really want to grow, but they also want to have a good life. They want to be able to travel, have a family, all the things. What is that one piece of advice that you would give someone? Don't try to do too much. I mean, like everything takes time. Everyone wants to grow extremely large and scale at rapid rates, but just take your time and make sure you prioritize your health and your family first. Like for us personally, like we've both been very dedicated to our fitness routine. We get up and especially since having Maddie now, we've kind of really got into a good routine of, you know, it's the first thing we do in the morning. So we, we go to a local gym, I go at 6.30, Lisa goes at 9 or vice versa, depending on the day. But it's, it's basically the first thing we do every day before we open a computer, answer an email, whatever, right? We just we make sure we prioritize that. And then obviously family too. This last year, raising Maddie, growing the business, running the business, day-to-day operations. It's been an extreme challenge, but one that we've been super grateful to have. And we've been... I'd say doing pretty good at at adjusting, especially in these later months now that she's so active. We're working a lot in the evenings. So that comes into work-life balance and finding, you know, fitting that into our schedule. So for like in the past, obviously, we wouldn't work into the evenings unless we were desperate and we needed to 
big project or just too much on our plate that we had to uh, utilize that time. But now it's become more of spend the time we have with Maddie during the day. And when she's active and wants to go outside and go for, go to the park or whatever, like let's make sure we're available for that. And if that means we work a couple extra hours in the evening, so be it. We'll get that done. Mm -hmm. So I'm super fortunate. I know we're both super fortunate to be able to be home and be present with Maddie. Like she's having a nap right now while we're recording this episode. So we're fitting it all in. But it really comes down to, in my opinion, is utilizing the time that you have wisely. And I think that's something that I really had to learn. I feel like you were always better at this than I was. I am that type of person when I have projects to do, when I have a boatload to do, my to-do list is never ending. I am that type of person. I'm like, okay, let's lock myself in a room and I will work and work and work and work until it's all done. But the thing is, it's never actually done. So one thing I've had to learn is how do you balance that workload, but also really give yourself that time to be a present parent. And that was super important to us is being able to say, okay, we're going to shut our computers for the next couple hours. We're going to take her to the park. And I think that's something that people either don't understand how we can do that during the day, or they don't allow themselves to have the time to do it. So you said that we're working at nighttime and some people are like, well, I don't want to work at nighttime. That's not how I want to spend my evenings, but it's work-life balance doesn't mean you have to work nine to five and then live the rest of your time living your life. For me, that means how do you balance all the things that you want to do and fit everything into that same 24 hours that we all have? Yeah, exactly. Like you need to be a little selfish and like we're both, like I said, we talked about earlier is dedicated to our fitness. So like going to the gym daily routine is it's not a non-negotiable for us, but we both love to golf as well. And golf is, it's not something that, you know, you can just take an hour and you go get your round in. It's, it's four hours, plus you got to travel and you stay for a bite to eat and socialize, but whatever. And it can take a whole day, but you know, you got to, as the saying goes, make hay while the sun shines. The golf season's so short as it is. And you and I like to play it once a week or once every two weeks, call it <laughs> since Maddie's been around, that's dropped off a little bit, but you know, we, we make time. So we'll shut down early in an afternoon and, and get our golf in and we'll stay up a little later to, you know, finish what we have to do for work. But I think we're also very fortunate in the business that we're in that if we do something at six in the morning or at six at night, it doesn't really matter for our clients in particular, you know, like if they're getting it that day, it doesn't matter what time they get it that day for a couple exceptions. Obviously if we have a live webinar, something like that taking place. There's those are non-negotiable, but you know, I also find that personally we're very disciplined and, and making sure that we do, you know, stay on top of things. We're very organized and with our to do's and stuff. But in the same time, if I was giving advice, like be a little selfish and make sure you're taking that time for yourself, for your family to make sure you don't forget about the extracurriculars in your life that make you who you are. You know, for me, it's golf, hockey, fishing, etc. For you, it's the mm -hmm. gym, cooking, friends, hiking, traveling, boating, right? Like those things got to be a part of your life. Else, the business, there's no point of having the business if you're just working to drain yourself. Can I just say that you said cooking, you do most of the cooking. So that's not on my top list, but funny that you said that. <laughs> Maybe baking. I, I guess you <laughs> said baking. I guess I could also comment about the whole golf taking all day versus just an hour hobby. Before I got into golf, that was not my favorite thing. But anyways, positive note. So you mentioned a couple non-negotiables for us. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't care to work out. That's not my thing. Just whatever it is that you want to do 
at the end of the day, it's making sure that you're organizing your week or setting a schedule that you are planning those non-negotiables. So I am a big, big planner, type A personality all the way through. So I like to make sure I know exactly what I have to do and when I'm going to do it. So every single Sunday, it seems to be as of right now, but I'm trying to shift this to every single Friday. What I do is I go through everything that I have to do from a work standpoint and I write it all down. I go through every single thing that I want to do from a personal standpoint. So when am I going to the gym? When am I seeing my friends? When am I seeing my family? That type of stuff. What appointments do I have? I write that all down. And then I physically am planning out my entire week. So I know exactly what is happening, but also that tells me what is what time or what blocks are still available for me to fill in with other things. Now, not every single person likes to be jam-packed throughout the entire week. I totally get that. It's nice to have those days where you don't have anything planned. But from what I've found over the last year being an entrepreneur, when you have a constantly growing business, you can always find something to do. You can always be working on a project or working on your business. Like there's always something to do. So how do you actually shut it off? I find having that plan and sticking to that plan and don't add anything to it as the week comes, it is going to help you not only feel accomplished because we all know checking something off a to-do list is just something that satisfies us, but also just making sure that so when you don't add anything to it, you have that things that are getting done from a work standpoint, but you also have scheduled in all this personal stuff. So that just helped me a lot just because of the type of person that I'm in, that I can just keep going and going and going. I will really, really quickly push away my personal stuff to focus on my business. And obviously at a certain point, you're going to experience burnout. You're not going to be enjoying the life that you're building. And we got into our business in the first place to be able to design our life and be able to live a certain lifestyle. So it's, I get it's this teeter-totter balancing act. Just when you plan it in or schedule it in, that works extremely, extremely well for me. And you don't do that too much, right, Bri? Yeah. I mean, I I do to a certain point, like I, I use my calendar to like make sure I have all the big things, but I don't maybe use it as in depth as you penciling in every little thing, but I have a pretty good idea of what I'm accomplishing or what I'm going to set out to do in a day the night before, like regardless how busy I am, regardless of what I'm doing, what time I get home and get settled. Like, you know, I always kind of review my calendar for the next day make sure if I've got an appointment, I'm prepared for it. If I got to be somewhere, you know, my golf clubs are nice and shiny and ready to go or, or whatever. I'm always ahead and, you know, make sure I know what I'm eating in the day too. There's nothing stresses me out more than having an empty fridge and starving and not eating. Then you, you resort to junk food or fast food, whatever. So I like to try to stay on top of that. But kind of just going back to your other point of, of shutting down in the evenings and stuff like that, like that's, it's extremely, can be extremely hard to do, but you know, it brings up the importance of having a good support team, which I'm, you know, like this is a the stage of our business that we've been in and really trying to grow on in the last year and a bit, especially, you know, as we were preparing for birth of our child. And now, especially in the last year that she's been here, our time as, you know, that we can spend working has really dwindled because we've got some bigger responsibilities now. So we've grown our, our team, you know, we've got three team members on board now and, and are working and have been great for us and this just really allowed us to kind of free up stuff like that time in the evening you know when we don't want to be or we've 
you know, we've set our week up and then stuff's coming up on, on top of that. You know, it's nice to just have that support team to kind of help out with not only like the big projects, but the tedious tasks too, that take a lot of time that we're just sitting there doing something repetitive that, you know, don't necessarily want to be doing, or it's taking time away from our, our family, spending our time with our family. So yeah, try to get yourself a, good a real point. good support team and, you know, make sure they're up to your standards, but then let them run with it, right? Like you got to spread your wings and fly sometimes and just trust that your, your team's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I just did an episode right before this, which obviously, you know, that talks about hiring the team and the struggles that we had to go through. But I think that also has a huge impact on having that work life balance is having that support team. Like Brian said, we have grown our team, we've added those three additional team members to be able to help us in so many different ways. But even on top of that, like having Brian as my right hand man and everything to do with life, like not every single person has that ability or even wants to work with their spouse. (laughs) So that is a whole other topic, which we actually got into on another episode. But I, I know I could not do what I do without him. I know that I could not do what I do without our team. And I owe them that because that has given me some more time to be a present mom. And that is something that I really, really wanted for both of us. I wanted us to be able to be present parents, but without the team, we wouldn't be able to either give our clients the experience that we're, we try to give them every single month and every single project that we do with them, get the results, of course, that we are always striving to achieve, but also just be able to grow and help make a bigger impact on the industry and help even more entrepreneurs really take their business to that level. And one thing that we didn't mention from a support side of things is the automation. So I am a huge geek with automation. I like, as soon as someone talks to me about their business growth, I'm already like, okay, they can do this and this and this. But the automation that we have set up, yes, it's not like 100% automated. It's not to say that we don't do any work. Like we work our asses off, but we have automation set up that do alleviate some tedious tasks. Even just like when someone books an appointment, having all those reminders going out, or when someone signs a new agreement with us and they're starting on a new project, we have specific automations that will send out an email to them to get them to book an appointment. It sends out their questionnaires for them to fill out about their project. It sends Brian an email to get started on the next step within their project. Like we have these little things that we've set up that I feel like our clients have a lot more set up than us, to be completely honest, because that's always just the way that it happens when you run your own business. Your stuff gets a little bit at the ends of the to-do list, but the automations that we do have set up is incredible. And I think there, that- There were allow us to scale, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It allows us we to scale. Because we couldn't take on the amount of work that we do or, you know, perform at the rates that we do or, this, you know, perform the, and get the results that we do at the, at the speeds that we do without being able to like, you know, without having that. No, absolutely. So if you're thinking right now, like, how do you do all this? Like, I know we're just kind of chatting and throwing a lot at you, but having the team knowing when it's the right time to scale, you don't have or hire a team member, I should say, you don't have to wait until you're already so busy. If you're just looking for more time 
back in your day, maybe hiring a VA to take on a couple hours a week for you to do tedious things. Or actually, one thing that we do with one of our team members, or more so what I've done with one of our team members, is I've given her tasks that I've been wanting to do a lot in our business, but we just haven't had the time to. So even if you have these big goals that you're trying to achieve with working on your business, having that team member support you in that way could even be something good if you don't necessarily need the help with inside your business at this point. But long story short, there's always ways that you can find that balance is just a matter of one, being clear of what you want that life to look like. I think that's actually something that is really important is knowing how do you want to spend your days. And for me, I don't want to spend my days locked in my office working 24-7, not seeing my daughter. Like that's just not what I want. I wanted to be able to wake up and do certain things. So understanding how you want your day to look like and then designing either the support or your business or your growth even around that I think is also super important. And not to go on a tangent, but one other thing that is really just standing out to me is being really proactive with your time. Like using the time that you have even available wisely. Like we are doing our podcast interview right now while our daughter is sleeping. We only have... (laughs) I don't know, maybe an hour right now at this point in the afternoon nap that she's going to be sleeping for. So we got to get things done. We got to be proactive. We got to be efficient, even in the time that we have when we're not with our daughter or doing other things. So just using your time super wisely. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you, right? It's up to you to be proactive and and stay on top of things because we're all busy. Everyone, everyone can use the excuse that they're busy. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, us especially, I feel like we're swamped. I, I'm sure I can speak on a lot on most most people out there, but like I just feel like we're always on the go, always doing something. But if you have goals, you have visions and you know dreams you want to get to, they're not going to get there. Things aren't just going to get done on their own, right? So we got to, especially this last year with Maddie, it's it's taught us that our free time is not really free. You know, it's it's downtime to to focus on other things, like you said, working on our own business, like growing growing stock media and and you know, not necessarily working on our clients' projects, but like how do we think just we wanted to do on or inside of our own business that take time and no one ever has time, but we are super disciplined. We get up early and stay up late if needed, right? And just mm-hmm. it's, on, it's on you as an entrepreneur to just stay disciplined and stay focused on the target and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Discipline definitely has a huge thing for it. But even just reminding yourself, and I mentioned this earlier, work-life balance means something to everyone. Like it means something different to everyone. It's For me, it's giving me that ability to be able to work out at 9am or noon or whenever it's going to be, or have the ability to go out for lunch or go for appointments, but I'll work that evening. Like to me, it's the flexibility that it gives me, but also obviously you need to have those boundaries. But one thing that we just have to be super clear on is some days we're grinding all day long. There absolutely are days where we are up first thing in the morning. The first thing we're do, we're on our computer and we're working until we go to bed. Like there's just those days. It depends on what's happening within the business. It was two days ago, actually, one of our automations for our clients just completely disappeared. The whole system just disappeared. So that's like, all right, let's drop everything. I'm not going to the park right now. I actually have to fix this. So there is that as well. But then there also are days where we've worked so hard and we worked all day the previous day. So the next day, maybe we'll stop in the middle of the afternoon and go do something. Like, it's 
for me, it's that flexibility. I don't know if work-life balance means something to you. Yeah. I mean, like the timing, like that kind of fluctuates from day to day, week to week, just like you said, kind of depending on how busy we are, what's going on. Some days are a little bit more flexible than others, but yeah, it's, it's the flexibility, you know, it's, it's scheduling a dentist appointment at 2 PM on a Wednesday, you know, and not worrying about, I got to book a half day off or I'm not going to get paid this afternoon. Cause now I got to go to the dentist, like, or, you know, just odds and ends. Sometimes you I'll go to the grocery store Tuesday afternoon instead of, you know, the typical Sunday morning, like everyone does. And it's just, that's what I've really appreciated more or, you know, the occasional round of golf that I'll play during the week or whatever that somebody asks you the night before and it's like, Oh no, sorry, I, I work. It's okay. Yeah. Let me, I, I have a meeting. Maybe Lisa can take the meeting or, you know, I had some stuff on my plate, but I'll stay up tonight and I'll get that done before so I can be available. Right. Like it's, it, that's, that's the thing that's most important to me and working 10 feet from the fridge and always having access to food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. true. Okay, so let's just to wrap this up. I think from if I remember correctly, everything that we kind of touched on here is making sure that you set your priorities, but also set boundaries when things are done. They are done. Making sure that you have that support team, whether that is from a technical side of things, and you have the automation, a team member, or even just a psychic or a partner like we have. And then also just making sure that you're proactive with your time, making sure that you you're using your time really, really wisely and focus on those big things that you need to get done. Don't worry about all your notifications. Actually, before we go, I need to talk about this. All of your notifications that you have on your project management system, on your phone, on your emails, like I will get through my emails. Sometimes I'll go to the gym and then I'll come back and I have 40 more emails. I'm like, how? I just got through them all. So those notifications, I put my phone on silent all the time. Some of my clients will tell you, they'll call me and it goes right to voicemail. And I won't notice until that evening when I turn my phone off of silent. Like those are the days where I'm like, I need to get stuff done. I need to not be distracted. Like just let me focus on this. Those notifications you have on your emails that are popping up that have the 40 something or hundreds of something, those are only going to cause more stress. So turn off your notifications. Just turn them off. One good practice to get into, check them in the morning, the first thing, see if there's anything urgent. Check them maybe at lunchtime and check them right before your workday ends or when your client's workdays end. So for me, I try to answer everyone before five o'clock just to keep that nine to five mentality in a kind of way. But then I don't answer them throughout the evening, even though I actually am working. So just remember those notifications are distracting and they're pulling you away from the work that you actually have to do. So when you have that block of time available, really focus on the things that you actually have to do. Forget the notifications, forget everything else, just get stuff done. Anything to add to that, Brian? Yeah, I just, I, I think you may have touched on this in a previous one, but just kind of where you're going there is like your big three, right? Like every, you do this more than I do, but you said it like every night before, the night before each workday, I should say, you, you set your, your big three. Okay, I know I got to do this. I got to do this. And I got to do that. And those are your focuses. And then if you get those done or when you get those done, it's, it's saying, okay, let me now browse through my emails. Now let me see if I can squeeze in one or two little more things today. And if not, you just, you, you know, feel proud and accomplish what you got done. Set aside the rest of that time for your family, for your personal hobbies, et cetera. And then, you know, reschedule or relook back at things that evening and get yourself set up for the next day, right? Like then, okay, these are my next big, big three or four, two, whatever, like whatever it is that you can fit into your day. But 
because we're always full of tedious tasks and things that we want to do, right? So we just, we, you especially again, have gotten into the routine of prioritizing your big three and, and kind of, you know, anything else on top of that in a day is, is a bonus. Yeah. And I actually got that from Michael Hyatt. I got his journal and that's just how he broke it down. And it really, really helped me. So if you are someone who's looking for some productivity tips, big three items, not big, like little three items. It's not fold the laundry, do the dishes, answer my emails. It's focus on this one project, like focus on building this webinar funnel, whatever it's going to be for you. Like big chunks. And then you focus your full attention on each chunk at a time. Another thing just from a mental standpoint for me that I do after I finish one of those things, I'll get up, I'll go see my daughter, I'll get a drink, I'll go outside, whatever I need to do just to kind of detach for 10 minutes even, and then I'll come back. Some people may argue that you actually get more distracted when you leave. But for me, just to refresh my mind, it's something that I personally need or just hammer it out, get through all your three. If you can get it done in a couple hours, great. You have the rest of the day. Now, if you can give one piece of advice, Bri, for work-life balance, and it could be something that we've already discussed today, but what is that one piece of advice that you would give a fellow entrepreneur to have more work-life balance in their life? Just make sure you prioritize, like be, be selfish. <laughs> make sure you prioritize the things outside of work that are important to you, that make you who you are. Because if you don't have those, like I said earlier, you know, it just like doesn't really make sense to work so hard and have all, you can have all the money in the world that you want. But if, if you're working so constantly that you literally can't find a way to play around a golf or, you know, take your daughter to the park or, or et cetera, right? Go on that family trip you've been talking about for years and what is the point? So be a little selfish. Things cost money, but schedule them in, make sure you get them done and then stay super disciplined and make sure that you take care of the things that are important with work that'll that allow that lifestyle for you personally, right? Yeah. I think my biggest piece of advice I would give for that work-life balance is not to wait. I feel like I waited too long for that support. I waited too long for growing the team. I waited even too long just to realize that it's okay for me to actually go and live my life and do other things. Like we get so caught up in the grind. We get so caught up in all the things that we need to do. And if you're like me and you're a people pleaser, it doesn't help you and eventually you will hit that burnout. So don't wait, do it. If you're already stressed or complaining that, oh, I don't have time for that. When am I gonna find that time in my day? Like take that as your sign to do it now. You may have a little bit of a setback from a financial standpoint to be able to hire someone, but that additional time is either gonna give you more freedom in your actual life or gonna help you actually hit those next levels within your business. So don't wait, just do it. But thank you so much, Bri, for joining me here today. It's fun to show you kind of the behind the scenes of what we do, but also how we manage being parents, running an agency, living our life, still doing our things. So thank you so much. I appreciate it, Bri. And for everyone listening, if you guys have any questions, if you just want to reach out to us, if you're struggling in any capacity with work-life balance, or even just if you're curious to know what it's like to work with your partner, we did do an episode on that. So we can share that in the notes section for you. But thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We will see you next week, or at least I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. 
I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together, let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week.